You're listening to The Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello and welcome back to another episode of The Gospel Project for Kids Leader Training Podcast. I'm Delany and joined by my co-host Landry. And during this episode today, we are going to talk about Unit 3, Session 5, God Had a Plan for Joseph. And it is found in Genesis 37 through 50. And so, Landry, we were talking about this before we started recording, that this is another session where we're going to cover a lot of, or several, many chapters, if you will. And so... We, we want to acknowledge that we are covering a large amount during this session, but we also want to talk about what the big idea for this session is. And leaders, we want to remind you that this, is, this session is a good opportunity to talk about how God is present even in our pain and suffering. We, we all experience pain and suffering, and we know Joseph did as well. And we live in a broken world, and we face trials, and that's a result of our sin, the sin of others, and the general state of nature. But God's goodness is reflected in His ability to turn difficult situations into opportunities to show His glory. And so that's what we're going to see in this session as we talk about the plan, God's plan for Joseph. And so, as we do with each episode, we talk about different activities in our leader guides that may need a little extra preparation. And so, we'll go ahead and start with our preschool resources. And this week, we have an activity with our younger preschoolers. So, this will be in the Younger Preschool Leader Guide, and it is called Examine Stalks of Wheat. And so you may be thinking, where can I buy stalks of wheat? I don't live near a place where I can get real stalks of wheat. Where, where can I find those? And so just a couple of hints of where you could possibly pick those up would be either a craft or home decor store, something like that, or either you could purchase those online. And right now, with it being the season that it is, those should be very very easily accessible at any of those stores. And so you could just pick up um, a package of that section of the stalks of wheat. Then with our bonus teaching hour, our younger preschoolers are going to be having an activity where they're they're filling and dumping wheat germ. And so you may be thinking, where can I buy wheat germ? Well, you can also purchase that online or at grocery stores. I would suggest that if you're getting it at the grocery store to look more in the allergy-friendly food aisle or section of your store. A lot of the stores have a section like there where it's just more the allergen-friendly, and so it should be located in that area. Uh, So lots of... Melanie, I've got a question. Yes. I've got a question. We're talking about stalks of wheat. We're talking about... um, Wheat germ. Now, stalks of wheat, it, like if you get it at a at a uh, hobby store or something like that, uh, then it's probably going to be dried and treated and all that. But wheat germ, you're talking about food. Uh, do I need to have some kind of if I, if I'm teaching preschool, do I need to have some kind of allergy alert so that 
parents are aware that I've got wheat stuff in my room? That is a great question. And yes, I would definitely recommend having an allergy alert posted. Just to, you may know all the children's allergies in your class and you may think, you know, none of the children in my class have a wheat allergy that you know of. What I've found in my experience is sometimes um, it may be a recent discovery for a family. And so I think anything we can do to communicate to our parents about possible allergens in the classroom, we definitely need to do. So that's a great point, Landry. Thanks for bringing that up. And so actually those are the only two activities for preschool resources that I wanted to highlight this week. And so Landry, if you'll go ahead and share with our listeners about any kids activities. Sure, well, I wanna talk about the older kids uh, one of the older kids activity in the older kids leader guide the uh, activity choice on, in the live section which we talked before about uh, the learn love live sections and of our materials and so in the live section uh, for older kids there's an option uh, of making care bags for people who may feel alone or people who may be suffering and so it's just, you know, we want kids to decorate their paper bags with markers, write encouraging notes. One thing that that um, older adults really enjoy receiving is not just stuff, but are notes from children. It's just so encouraging for them. Um, so, you know, just provide supplies for children also to fill the bags, not only to decorate the bags, but to fill the bags. Like, travel toiletries because of their small size, uh, hard candy, uh, puzzle books. And, and like puzzle books, I'm thinking about like, you know, uh, word jumbles and... Um, crosswords. Crossword puzzles, those kind of things. Those sort of things. And, and you can also, you know, you can get them in larger print format. I encourage you to do that. You could also reach out to parents or to those in, in other adult uh, Sunday school classes, life groups, community groups, and just ask for donations. You'll have to do that before the session, of course, and, and uh, set up a way for them to bring donations. But you could invite people to, to do that as well. And then... You uh, know, Lantern, yes. I'm sorry. Yes. One thing, as you were talking about that, that made me think of, you know they have different devotional guides or different devotions that even they have those in large print available. I think that may be an idea that someone could include in the bags. Oh, that's a great idea. I'm glad you mentioned that. And so what do you do with the bags? Well, rather than just dumping them off at the church office, you might plan yourself to deliver them to uh, you know, a local hospital or a, a nursing facility or, or um, assisted living facility, but you might also uh, check with your church office and see if there are some individuals at your church who uh, are not able to, to come uh, gather uh, in worship or in Bible study due to health reasons or you know other issues that they're not able to come, but they would love to have a visit, love to, uh, you know, for you to, to bring something to them. Um, and I would also suggest that you encourage uh, families to do this. And 
this is a great way for us, again, to help kids be missional and to live on mission. Um, <clears throat> is is not only for them to make the bags, but to either, you know, to go with their parents or, or uh, grandparents to deliver it somewhere and make it a family mission uh, activity. So I'd encourage you to, to encourage families to, to do that as well. So that's, that's in the older kids. And then um, I don't have a specific activity in kids' worship, but I do want to acknowledge that in this session uh, where we're looking at, what do we say, 14 chapters uh, right. centered around the, uh, how God works through Joseph and those around him. And just a general note that, that in, in kids' worship especially, we're talking about um, justice, and, and just be aware of the room. Read the room. Be aware of your kids, uh, their ages, uh, their understanding of what that word justice means. They'll, they may have heard it a lot uh, at school or, you know, just out in the neighborhood. Or they may have not heard much of it at all. Be ready to define what justice is from a biblical standpoint, uh, you know, what is godly justice? And so, uh, you know, just, I, I would approach it with caution that you, that you keep your conversations about justice uh, centered on God's plan and on, on God's love and on God's mercy and God's grace using the story of Joseph to talk about justice and injustices as we see it in the Bible. Um, and, you know, and help kids understand uh, how, to, how to live live out justice in their own lives. How, you know, how they are to treat others. And if they see anything that's, that according to God's standard that is an injustice, you know, to, to go to a trusted adult Go to a parent, go to a teacher, um, go to their children's minister and just express what they have observed. But uh, also caution them about getting in the middle of, of a situation that may seem un unjust to them. Um, you don't want to place children in, in harmful situations. Uh, so you have opportunity to talk about God's justice and God's mercy, and God's grace, uh, as as we look at many examples in Joseph's, Joseph's life where we see justice and injustice. Which really, you know, kind of brings me to the point of what excites me or, or stands out to me about this session, Delaney. You know, kids... Because we live in a fallen world, like you mentioned, kids, well, adults do too, um, often have a desire to get even. You know, when somebody wrongs them. Um, or when we sense that somebody wrongs us. So yesterday, Delney, I was the victim of road rage. So, you know, my natural inclination was to speed up or cut the person off or, you know, because I thought that I was innocent and they were guilty, but I didn't. 
I did not escalate anything. I just let them go on and express their displeasure with me without my acknowledging that displeasure in any way. Um, and I don't really know that I showed mercy. I just showed restraint. But the Bible teaches us to show mercy. Um, so that's really where we can help kids acknowledge, you know, just acknowledge that, yes, I know you want to get even. I, I know you want revenge. Uh, let's look at Joseph's life. Think of the times that Joseph could have shown revenge. Joseph could have tried to get even uh, with those who forgot him when he was in prison. He could have tried to get even with Potiphar's wife. He could have tried to get even with his brothers. But he never did that. You know, and one of the things I love about this story is, is, is how Joseph tells his brothers, I forgive you what you meant for evil, God meant for good. So, showing mercy to someone who's guilty is, is a picture of the gospel. You know, the good news is that God shows mercy to us, guilty sinners, when we turn to Him for forgiveness. And so this is such a wonderful opportunity to show kids a, a, a picture of the gospel and then remind them that when we show mercy, that we are doing what the gospel teaches. So, it's... It's easy in Joseph's story, in the Joseph story, to get caught up in in um, certain elements of the story that maybe are a little more sensational. Uh, but rather rather than getting hung up there, we've got you know not very long to talk about fourteen chapters. Be sure that we really point kids toward uh, God's mercy, even in the midst of injustice, and how. Um, God has an overall plan, even when, to quote something that, that's been around a long time, even when bad things happen to good people. Good word. And, you know, Landry, I would just, just to echo or add on to what you're saying is, you know, as we, as we study about Joseph's life, we see that hard things happen to him, really hard things and things that weren't fair. And, you know, as you were talking about, a lot of times kids... Kids want to get even, or even I think about younger kids and even preschoolers, they, they may be like, okay, well, I'm not going to get even, but they don't want to forgive, or they want something bad to happen, you know, or laugh at them as something if they fell down or something. Not saying that's right, but I think that's just that nature that kids want to do, and I think this is something in a way, or this story helps us show them is that even when someone is, quote, mean or doesn't treat you fairly or isn't nice to you, that you can still love them, but acknowledge that it's hard. Like you were saying, acknowledge that. We don't want to dismiss that, you know, just say, no, you need to love them. Like, acknowledge their feelings that, yes, that that's difficult to do and, and, um, and that you can be, sad or you may not understand why something happened and you don't feel it was fair or either the way someone treated you but we can still love them and we can forgive them and act the way that God wants us to you see how in Joseph's life that is a great example of that and you know and as adults 
I think this is a great opportunity for us to also recognize that when we don't understand why certain things are happening in our life and in the world, that it, it doesn't make sense to us. Like we don't understand, like you were saying, hard things happen to good people or all that or people who you know, are serving Christ. We, we don't understand that. But in times like that, we can remember that God has a plan, just as he had a plan for Joseph's life, and that God will use everything in his plan for his good and his glory, even when we don't understand. And so I think I want to encourage our leaders that, you know, yes, we know that you are, you're listening to this to help you as you prepare to teach, but also want to encourage you in your day-to-day life that you may be in a season right now where things are happening and, and you don't understand and just just want to encourage you to know that God has a plan and that to trust him and that he works everything for his good and his glory. We want, Amen. well, and listeners, we want to thank you for listening today. And we hope that you have found it helpful as you teach boys and girls and preschoolers, the gospel project for kids. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the gospel project for preschool and kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.org.